Nova, you are now tuned in to the Growing Gardenias podcast, a podcast created to bring you insight on mental wellness and self-help. Always remember you are still growing and still learning daily and you are lovely. Subscribe for weekly gems. Gardenia blessings to each of you. I'm your host, Nira Jasmine, and this is episode 35, The Truth About Codependency. Hello, my lovelies. Welcome back to another episode of the Growing Gardenias podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about codependency. But before that, today's shout out goes to Carlene1297. This person said, influential. The topics discussed are always relevant and helpful to my own personal experiences. Sitting and listening to the podcast is a way for me to relax and get my mind in a positive space. I'd honestly recommend it to anyone, regardless of who they are or aspire to be. Just listen and pass it on if you can. Bless. Thank you, thank you, thank you very much for that review. Thank you for being a supporter. Thank you for being a listener. It is greatly appreciated. So shout out to you. Please leave me a rate and review, guys. I really appreciate it. Let's get this podcast known and popping. So with that being said, let's get into tonight's episode. So codependency. What is codependency? Well, we can start with what codependency is not. Codependency is not clinginess. And I say that because before I did my research, I thought that codependency was being overly dependent on someone for your emotional needs. And to an extent, it is just not in the way that you would think. Codependency is when you have an unhealthy need, an excessive need to be a fixer or to save people. So Google says specifically with a partner, but I personally believe that you can be codependent in any type of relationship. So whether that be with a friend or with a family member, it's pretty much you being overly giving, but for the wrong reasons. Like it's not because you're a selfless person or just because you like to help people. It's coming from a place of lacking, like you are overcompensating for some feelings that you lack within yourself. That's why you're doing the most in your relationships with other people. In a codependent relationship, one person relies on the other to meet all of their self-esteem and emotional needs. The codependent person is the one who's being relied on. So when I first was learning about this, that confused me a little bit. But yes, the codependent person is the one who is being relied on. This is the person who's always putting everyone else over themselves all the time. This is the person that always wants to fix everyone and they don't take care of themselves. So just a disclaimer, codependency is not a mental illness. It's a behavior. It's behavior, it's characteristics, it's traits. It's not a mental illness. So where does it come from? Where does being codependent come from? So a lot of people who are codependent have some sort of dysfunctional upbringing. Being codependent is learned behavior. It could be that as a child, you weren't validated. Your feelings weren't validated. So you grow up seeking validation. It could be that you had a parent or a loved one abandon you. And so you have a fear of abandonment now. It could be anything. It could also be as a child, you didn't have your emotional needs met. And so now you're a grown-up and you are looking for anyone even if this person is toxic for you even if this person is no good this relationship is no good for you you're looking for anyone to meet your emotional needs and that's where the codependency comes into play before we even get into the signs of codependency I just wanted to be transparent with you guys this episode was really hard for me to record because I had to really face myself and I really had to face that 
that I have a lot of these traits that I'm about to list. And sitting with that fact was very uncomfortable and very unpleasant. I literally said to myself, I feel so shitty that I have some of these traits. Like I'm an adult and I had to do all this repairing and all this healing And I'm just so irritated that I have to do all this and that I even feel this way that or that I even have these traits or that I even do these things. So it took me a while to record this episode, not even going to lie. Like I kind of sat for like an hour or two just really analyzing myself and just realizing like I do have a lot of these traits and I'm going to talk more about them as I go into the traits and how they relate to me personally. But I just all that to say, like, you're not alone if you are codependent or if you do have some of these traits, whether you're not codependent entirely, you're not alone. A lot of people are codependent and it has nothing to do with you as a person or who you are. It just means that you have some work to do and that's okay. And I know that the healing work is annoying and it's tiring and it's exhausting. Trust me, I am exhausted. I'm so tired. But you're not alone and we are in this together. So yes, now let's get into some signs of codependency. First things first, and the one I keep mentioning is you constantly needing validation to feel okay. And that's because you can't give it to yourself. So like I said previously, you never got this as a child. So you constantly seek it in adulthood, whether that is needing someone to validate something that you're doing, needing someone to validate how you're feeling, consulting with people in your life before you make a decision. And that kind of leads into another one is that you can't make a decision on your own. You constantly need someone else to kind of support what it is that you're doing. That's also a sign of codependency. Like you always pretty much you always need validation in every aspect of your life, whether it is like your decisions or needing love or needing affection. You just need validation because you can't give yourself validation. That is a key sign of codependency. So another sign of codependency is that you overextend yourself and you want to fix people no matter the toll it takes on you so I use myself as an example there was this guy I was entertaining like a couple years ago and I knew what I was getting myself into I knew that this guy was emotionally unavailable I knew that he had all sorts of issues but I still decided to entertain him anyway so at one point he started to like open up to me and stuff and explain like why he was the way that he was. And I took it upon myself to try to quote unquote, fix him and try to heal all his emotional trauma. And it was like, girl, what are you doing? Like I was totally overextending myself, not realizing then it's because I am codependent and I do have these traits, but I was totally overextending myself and trying to fix someone when that's not my job. It's not your job to fix people who are broken. That is their job to fix themselves with healing and therapy. That is not your job. And I literally became like a therapist. I'm not licensed, by the way, not yet. But I literally became like a therapist for this guy. And it was just like, girl, what are you doing? And it was taking a toll on me because I would literally, after having a conversation with him, I would feel drained. Like physically, my energy would just be gone, depleted, just done. And it's like... It didn't matter that this was taking a physical toll on me and my energy. I was still there for that person. And I was still like, okay, no, I have to help you. I have to fix you. I have to do this. I have to do that. And it's like, where is that even coming from? And that is an example of codependency because it's like, it didn't matter that I was, I was like not okay with that. 
I was still doing it. I was still overextending myself. I was still doing the most trying to help him. And it's like, for what? When you are codependent, you like to take on other people's burden and other people's problems as your own. And not to say that you can't be selfless and you can't help people with their problems, but when it's excessive, when it's taking a toll on you in a negative way, that's when it becomes a problem. That's when that's codependency and that's not a good thing. And that's when you're doing it from a place of you lacking something versus you doing it out of the kindness of your heart. Like now that I'm thinking back and I guess I can do some more analyzation as I'm talking about this, what I was lacking, I guess, was the fact that like, I'm just thinking to myself, well, when I needed people to be there for me, nobody was there for me. So you know what? I have to be there for him. I have to help him with this. I have to do this. I have to do that. And it's like, girl, no, you don't. So that's another example. And that's just another sign of being codependent. Not knowing how to set boundaries is another sign of being codependent because it's kind of like you let people take advantage of your giving slash your fixer mentality. And if you haven't listened to my episode on setting healthy boundaries and navigating that, go listen to that. It's episode 33, No Means No. Go check that out. But yeah, not being able to set boundaries or... Another sign is that you serve everyone before you serve yourself. Now, don't get this confused with selflessness. This is excessive. Like you have the need to fix people like you need to do that. That's a problem. There's nothing wrong with being selfless, but it's a problem where that's what makes you feel good about yourself is the fact that you can fix other people or the fact that you feel like you get some sort of validation from fixing people or like you make extreme sacrifices for other people. That's kind of just saying that you value others more than you value yourself. And the fact that you go out of your way to overcompensate and to fix people tells other people that you don't value yourself. And that makes you the perfect person for a narcissistic individual to prey on. And it's also like, even if you aren't okay, you still put that aside to help someone else. And that's not okay. That is not a good trait. That's not a good quality. And that is a part of being codependent. Another sign that you're codependent is that you're a people pleaser. You can't say no to people. If someone asks you to do something, you don't even hesitate. It's like, yes, you're like, even if it's something that you can't do or if it's something that's out of your means, you'll find a way to do it just because you don't like telling people no. And that comes from the fact that it goes back to validation. Like you don't want people to think something negative about you. So it's like, oh, if I say no, they're going to think this about me. Oh, if I say no, they're going to think that about me. So it goes back to that feeling of validation and seeking validation is like you want everyone to think you're a certain type of person. So you go out of your way to just do things for other people, even if you can't, even if you just don't want to. And that goes back to the whole seeking validation and wanting to be, I guess, acknowledged by people in a way like you need that you crave that. And obviously that's a problem because sometimes you got to tell people no, like you can't always say yes to everything because then people are going to take advantage of you. And part of being codependent is that you allow people to take advantage of you for the simple fact that you don't want to be seen as some type of negative person or you want to. You don't want to be seen in like a negative light or whatever irrational thought you have going on regarding that. But you are a people pleaser and it's not good to be a people pleaser because people take advantage of people pleasers. That's just the way of life. That's just it is what it is. And so you don't want to be that person. You don't want to be that person who can't say no. You don't want to be that person that people go to for everything just because they know that you're there and they know that you're going to say yes. That's not cool. 
Another sign that you're codependent, I think this is another obvious one, is that you're in relationships or you have friendships with people that you have to fix. So you purposely seek out like broken, damaged people, people that you can control, people that you can fix, because that's what your identity is based on. Your identity is based on being able to fix people and being able to be that person, be that healer, be that savior for people. So you purposely seek people who would need your help or who would depend on you or who would rely on you. Another sign is that you walk on eggshells with people like you you don't stick up for yourself and you don't prioritize your own needs at once. So like, for example, what this looks like in a relationship is that like you'll let your partner kind of do the same toxic stuff that they've been doing and you'll enable it you'll make excuses for them and that's not okay being controlling is also another sign of codependency and in that sense it's like you might try to control your partner or whoever you're being codependent with a friend family member whatever or you might try to make certain demands or you might try since you're trying to like fix them or save them or whatever you might be extra involved in their life and in their affairs and like trying to tell them what to do and stuff like that overly controlling behavior is a sign of codependency i struggle with that i want to be in control of everything at all times whether it is my own life or other people's lives and that's something i kind of had to take a step back on like and the way that i did it it's hard like if you are a controlling person which i am admitting that i am very controlling you have to take a step back and tell yourself like or at least this is what i did i to tell myself like niara you do not have to be in control of everything whatever is telling you that you do is lying to you you do not have to be in control of everything release your control like calm down basically i had to tell myself that like chill out sis you're doing too much you don't have to be in control of everything but that is also a sign of codependency is that you have the need to control everything and it's not your normal like wanting to control things or being like a control freak it's like excessive like every little thing or like if you have a friend or your partner or a family member you want to control every little thing that's a problem that's not okay you know that's not something that you should be doing that's not healthy for you or for the other person because you cannot control people the codependency part comes in because you want to control them and then when they don't do it exactly how you say it affects your identity and it affects how you feel about yourself so in your head you're like okay I'm telling you to do this because I'm trying to help you because I'm trying to fix you because I'm trying to save you you do this now you do this so it's like why aren't you listening to me what's wrong with me that's making you not listen to me like it's just a whole like crazy not crazy it's just a whole like irrational ridiculous thought process and that's a trait of codependency again like you shouldn't be doing that to somebody and you shouldn't be doing that to yourself also like you cannot take responsibility for people's actions or for people's thoughts and that's another problem with codependency is like you take responsibility for other people for grown-ass adults for grown adults and that's not your job like you cannot put that on yourself so kind of to wrap up some other traits and I'm sure there are more please feel free to continue this conversation with me but I want to say fear of abandonment so you stay in unhealthy situations because you've been abandoned before now this is another one I feel like I can relate to and I feel like this is the one that was stopping me from even recording this because like I just got upset just thinking about it because I feel like I have my own situations with my childhood trauma that I've disclosed in some other episodes 
but or like my relationship with my father where I felt like I was abandoned and I didn't receive the validation I needed as a child and so now as an adult I'm like a hot mess looking for it and so I can admit that I've stayed in situations way longer than I should have knowing that I should have gotten out just because I didn't want one I didn't want to abandon someone else the way I felt like I've been abandoned in the past and two I didn't want to be abandoned so it's just like you stay in these situations and you put up with these people's shit because you have a fear of abandonment and obviously that's not healthy obviously that's toxic for you and for the other person and that is codependency. So we talked about some signs. And like I said, I'm sure there are way more, but those are just the ones off the top of my head. But let's talk about what do we do about codependency? How do we fix this? How do we solve this? Or how do we even begin to navigate being codependent? First thing I'm going to say off the rip is get a therapist. A lot of figuring out Anything regarding healing is digging deep into your childhood, digging deep into your memory, your past trauma. And I would recommend you do that with a professional. Like you can do that on your own. Good luck to you. But I would just recommend that you do that with a professional. So first things first, off the bat, get a therapist. And if you can't get one, then I guess there are some other things that we can do in order to lessen codependency. Besides getting a therapist, first, Practice putting yourself first without feeling guilty. And if that means that you have to say no to somebody, if that means that you have to prioritize your well-being, if that means I don't care if it kills you inside to do this, you have to do it. Like you have to put your foot down. You have to put yourself first and don't feel bad about it. You have every right to put yourself first. Like the same way I say, and I've said before, nobody owes you anything. You don't owe anybody anything either. So put yourself first. And also, if you really think about it, and again, this is like deja vu because I know for a fact that I've said this before, you cannot help anybody if you are not helping yourself. So you have to prioritize yourself. You have to put yourself first. And that's that. Okay. So like I said, second, before get a therapist to help you pretty much get to the root of why you feel this way, why you feel you need to fix people. Why are you afraid of abandonment? Why do you feel like you have to control everything? Why can't you tell people? No, figure all that stuff out. Get to the root of why it is that you feel that way. That way you can begin to work on it. So third is give yourself the validation that you seek from others. So if you need others to feel loved, love yourself. If you need others to compliment you, compliment yourself. If you need others to validate whatever it is that you're doing, validate yourself because at the end of the day you were born alone you're going to die alone you need to know how to fill your own self-love cup up like you can't depend on other people to do that you have to be able to do that on your own because guess what you're not always going to have other people around you you're not always going to have other people in your life like it's great that you do have friends and you have people who you can confide in you have people who can help you with that and who can reassure you and who can give you some affirmations but at the end of the day it won't mean anything until you can do it yourself and until that love and that self-love and that validation comes from within. So that's important. Number four is stop taking on people's shit. Stop taking on people's burdens. Stop taking on people's problems because you feel like you have to fix people. You don't have to fix anybody. The only person that's your responsibility is you, unless you have children. If you have children, then your child is your responsibility. But if you don't have any children, you're only responsible for yourself. So stop taking on people's burdens. Stop taking on their problems. Like that is not your job. Unless you are a licensed therapist, then it is your job. 
or a psychologist or uh, some sort of clinician, social worker, whatever, then that's your job. If not, stop taking on people's kindness and calling it like the kindness of your heart. It's not the kindness of your heart. You're doing that because you're lacking. No, like cut that out. Okay. So five is, oh, and this kind of follows up perfectly. Realize that it's no one's responsibility to give you what you need. You have to give it to yourself. All in all, your happiness is your responsibility. Your happiness is not anyone else's responsibility. It is only yours. So you cannot depend on someone else to make you happy if you can't even make yourself happy. You have to be able to make yourself happy. You have to do it. You and only you. It doesn't matter how much somebody validates you. It doesn't matter how much somebody affirms you. If you don't believe it, if you don't do it yourself, it's not going to mean anything. You will never feel good about yourself. You will never feel good about yourself until it's coming from within, until it's you that's doing it. So you need to do it. Number six, stand in your decisions. And I say that as part of how to heal from codependency because I feel like part of codependency is not being able to make decisions for yourself. Like, for example, and I struggle with this too. Like, it could be even something as simple as like, what am I wearing? I'll be like, oh, to my friends. Oh, like, do you think this is okay? Or to my boyfriend. Oh, do you think this is okay? Oh, what should I do? What should I wear? Um, or anything like that. But stand in your decision. If you make a decision, leave other people's opinions out. Out of it like don't consult a whole bunch of people to make a decision like don't do that so I'm also trying to practice that more like just making decisions on my own without asking anybody for their input or their advice or whatever of course you can reach out to people for your for advice for their opinion on things but don't do it excessively like I felt like I was doing it excessively like any decision I had to make I was asking somebody oh what should I do what should I do what should I do and that's problematic like you should not have to ask a bunch of people what you should do it's your decision you are a grown adult you need to make your own decisions and that's that and I understand it's okay if you can't do it because honestly I feel like sometimes I can't make a decision to save my life but you have to be able to try to make decisions without consulting anyone like do something because you want to do it not because you think it's what somebody else wants you to do so no we're not doing that so another thing is realize that you don't have to do anything to get the love that you deserve. One, give yourself that love. Give yourself everything that you're seeking. And two, if you have to do a whole bunch of stuff for someone to love you or for someone to appreciate you, guess what? Newsflash, that person does not deserve to be in your life. That person does not need to be in your life. You do not need a person like that in your life. I call people like that leeches. They will leech off of you and leech off of that need and the fact that you're seeking validation. They can sense that and they will leech off of that. So you don't need that. You do not need that. So you need to realize that you don't have to do anything. You don't have to go above and beyond. You don't have to overcompensate. You don't have to put people above yourself to get the love that you deserve. Give yourself that love. Okay. So lastly is work on your internal dialogue. And this kind of just sums up everything that I've been saying. Validate your own feelings. Sit with the feelings that you have. Like a lot of times when people feel things, they're like, oh, I have to get over it. Or, oh, these feelings are not valid. All of your feelings, good and bad, are valid. You have to sit with the discomfort. You have to sit with the fact that you don't like feeling this way. And that's okay. Or you being sad, sit with your sadness. Sit with your anger. Let yourself feel those feelings. Those feelings are valid. You are allowed to feel those feelings. 
after you give yourself the proper time to feel those feelings, then you make a decision. Well, am I going to continue to be sad? If you don't like feeling this way, do something about it. Then you decide how you're going to move after you've sat in those feelings, after you sat with that discomfort, with that dislike, after you face your feelings, then you decide how you're going to move. You decide, okay, I'm not going to be sad anymore. I'm not going to be angry anymore, but you've allowed yourself to process this. So that just goes back to validating your own feelings. You don't need somebody else to validate your feelings. And this probably sounds like I'm kind of repeating the same things, but it's more so because all of them kind of like relate to one another. And it all, at the end of the day, it all goes back to you validating yourself and not seeking validation from other people, which is if that's something that you've been doing for years since you were a child because you never got your feelings validated from your parents who are supposed to validate your emotions and validate your feelings, it's extremely hard work to get out of that mindset of seeking validation. It's very hard, but you have to do it. You have to work on it. You have to, or else you're going to be in the same codependent cycle and you're going to attract the same kinds of people. And we don't want that. We're trying to grow. And part of growing and part of healing is the discomfort, is being unhappy with the fact that you have these feelings and that you have these traits. But what's more important is what you're doing about it. Are you going to just sit and just be like, okay, I guess, you know, this is what it is. This is how I am. There's nothing I could do about it. No, you have the power to change your life, literally. So if you have things about yourself that you don't like, if you have traits about yourself that you don't like, you change them. So anyway, that's really all I have for you guys tonight. Um, this episode really was also a wake up call for me. So I hope that it was for you as well. And if you want to continue this discussion on this topic, please feel free to reach out to me. You know, I leave all my social media handles in the little description boxes. Please leave me a rate and review. Thank you so much for listening. And hopefully, hopefully, because I will be working on my codependency traits as well. Hopefully you begin your journey on working on these traits because like I said earlier you're not alone and it's okay so we got this thank you so much for listening gardenia blessings to each of you